0: Today
1: I got strong, cuz. Today I got
2: strong, cuz. You lucky on that day I was acting cool, cuz. What's up? I'm being
0: strong, you guys. I don't fuck with you guys, you disrespecting me. I don't fuck with you guys, you disrespecting me. I go hard, cuz. Hey, you guys. <laughs> Make sure everything is running smooth. Everybody can hear me. All right, how is everybody? Okay. All right, let me make sure that screen is up. All right, you guys. Hey, oh, I've been gone for a while. I've been gone for a minute, but I'm back with the jump on hey. <laughs> I Anyways, I can't even believe it's been two weeks since I last live stream, honey. I look like a teenager, thank you. I just got back from a graduation party. Uh, my son's girlfriend's graduation party, so I went. Shout out to class of 21. 2021. Um, I think the end of the year ended up a little bit better for you guys. At least y'all get a graduation party, unlike class of 2020, honey. Shout out to all y'all who graduated and who are going on to y'all, you know, to college, to your next step in life. Congrats to y'all. So I just just got back. Um, It was nice. Thank you guys. Yeah, I've been gone for a while. I've been, you know, going through like a lot of personal stuff and I just, you know, I'm just not somebody that's just that Pressed about social media or YouTube. Um, I go through a lot of nonsense down here with YouTube demonetizations, them, you know, silencing my videos, all that stuff. So I just, I just, you know, I don't want, I didn't want to focus on that. I was still doing zoom meetings though, just because, you know, with the discord, people pay for that. You know what I'm saying? Sad or not. Shit. I don't pay my $5. with it yet. you know, so I was still doing the zoom meetings and the zoom meetings are a little bit calmer. So I kind of like that because other people are able to speak and take the floor. Um, but when it's YouTube, I have to give you guys my all and ain't nobody trying to come on YouTube and watch me be all sad and depressed and Hey, y'all, what y'all doing? Ain't nobody come here for that shit. So I'm like, if I'm not mentally here, I don't do live streams. It's not fair to you guys to be on live on some depressed ass, low speaking voice, no energy. I don't, I don't do that. I'd rather just not come on live. So that's why I've been gone for two weeks. Um, I just have a lot going on in my personal life. Um, i don't want to talk about it on youtube it's not you know what i'm saying everybody here ain't a friend so i don't want to talk about it on youtube but the people who know what's going on in my personal life they know what's up um and just thank you guys for the support and and the you know the the, the nice messages and things like that i really appreciate it um but i hope everybody is doing good here uh let me go ahead and read some of these super chats let's see who's in the building honey Tiffany B sent $25 says, welcome back. Thank you so much, sis. Thank you for the super chat. It does feel good to be back. You know, I miss it. I I miss YouTube somewhat. You know what I'm saying? I don't see how people go live every day, every five minutes. Child, trust me, I got too much going on to do that. Um, I know, sent $5, says, yes, T, on my lunch break. Bless, congratulations to all the grads. Amen. They worked hard through the pandemic and everything. So thank you. Pat Williams sent $15, says, welcome back, Cotter. Hey, welcome back, welcome back, welcome back. Thank you. Thank you so much. Uh, Let's see here. Uh, Somebody from the UK sent five. Aisha uh, Kreitz says, you look amazing, chocolate, sis. Thank you so much. Thank you for coming through, sis. Um, Kirk Terrain sent $99.99. Thank you so much for the super chat. I appreciate it. She says, we missed you, Auntie. Thank you. I missed you guys, too. Thank you so much for coming through, sis. Um, Carissa, hey, girl. <laughs> she says, yes, wig. <laughs> Love you lots. Love you, too, sis. Thanks for coming through. Yeah, I, I got a, a different wig. This one got, you know, a little bit of highlights in there. You know what I'm saying? So I got to switch it up. So thank you so much for that. Um, Marvin D 10 says, Hey, beautiful. Glad you're back. I was just watching your Instagram live from last summer. Thank you so much. And thanks for coming through. Um, let's see here. Carmilla Stevenson sent 10 says, I missed the intro looking good as usual. Thank you so much. Dang. Y'all are coming through with the super chats. Thank you guys so much. I'm like, just seeing them pop up, pop up, pop up. I really appreciate it. You guys. I really do. Um, David Vanson, 499, says, hey, T, at work, I'm great. Glad I got a chance to catch you live. Good to see you. Thank you so much, David. Thanks for coming through. So, y'all yeah, know I've been missing a lot. Um, I've been trying to keep up with all this social media bullshit, honey. <laughs> so I heard about the Phelan thing, right? Um, I don't know how you pronounce her last name, child. We're going to call her Phelan G. So I heard she was about to do, you know, a hotel-off. Um, I'm about to spill all the tea. I'm gonna let y'all know. Remember she had that dramatic ass intro and shit I posted on Instagram. She was crying. Now I'm not trying to be funny when I say this. I watched the interview. I wasn't impressed. Okay, first of all, to me, my personal opinion it was a snooze fest. Between the tears, the interviewer was at, he was like tiptoeing on questions. He really didn't want to add his opinion. And can y'all like, can y'all answer me this? Who is the white man interviewing her? I'm not trying to be funny. I I've not been gone for two weeks. Is he like the next big thing on YouTube? Because I'm like, well, who is this dude that she chose to do the interview with? Why was she not interviewing like Wendy or Andy Cohen or something? I just, I didn't like it. Let me see. Do y'all know who y'all said it was born to? Okay, so it wasn't just me. I was bored as hell. Damn, she's still talking. What the fuck? She ain't saying shit. <laughs> I, it was boring. Somebody said it was boring and superficial. Somebody says he's up and at him. He's a YouTuber. I've never heard of him. Up and at him? well, Up and at him? You, you didn't up and at the damn tea, boo. Okay? You, you left us with an empty teacup. I wasn't impressed. I think something like that, she should have took that to like a Wendy or Andy Cohen. Child. So I'm going to go ahead and play y'all some of this snooze fest. I just And I just didn't, like, like the more I watched it, I feel like all of this mess is contrived. It was too much walking on eggshells, trying to be politically correct. You know what I'm saying? She wasn't really trying to drag Portia or say anything bad about Portia. Almost like like they're all in on something it's just it's just weird something like all this just seems contrived I don't feel like she was expressing her real feelings especially when she was like oh I didn't know about this until the rest of the internet knew about it and then she said she doesn't blame Portia now I understand when you're in a marriage it's two people it's you and that other person so if that other person steps out on the marriage they are definitely at fault. and You hold them accountable. But guess what? I'm also going to hold the, the side chick accountable, too. So I don't understand all this. I don't blame Portia. It seems like she's still not trying to get on Portia's bad side, which is weird to me. You know what I'm saying? Because they steadily keep disrespecting her on social media. So I don't know. I just feel like they're all in cahoots at this point because I, I got nothing from that interview. Let me go ahead and... um. Child, it was so damn boring. I don't even want to play y'all the full six minutes. I said, let me start at two minutes, some seconds, because the first minute was just, it, just, it was trash. Yeah, I'm going to start halfway. It's about six minutes, but we're not going to listen to the whole, I don't think we're going to listen to the whole six. Let me go ahead and share my screen here. Give me just a second. I want y'all to just just watch her disposition. Watch how she's talking. I, I just I wasn't impressed with this interview at all. All right, here we go. I fast forwarded a bit. I want to, I think the good stuff kind of starts around 250 something. Let me fast forward it some more. We're not going to start at one minute. That shit was boring as hell. There y'all go. Because they said that they were together for
3: about one month before he popped the question to her. And obviously, you wouldn't have all of those details. And I'm not trying to, you know, continue to throw salt in the wound, right? But for you, he filed for divorce, then he said, I'm calling off the dogs. And then from there, you thought you were going to go to therapy, you took vacations together. So this seems like you were sort of in limbo for a little bit in your relationship. When did you 100% know, we're going forward with the divorce?
2: I think after, I think after everything happened, Um, in the media listen there was one thing there's a few things that people are I think they forget Um, one it's that going through a a divorce is already hard enough Um, two having to go through that divorce publicly and then three for my husband to get engaged to A castmate of mine, um, whom I had in my home, it's all just all of these things. And then the last thing is, you know, the children that's involved. There's all of these different emotions and all of these different things. I meant what I said, and then I took my vows. And... I meant what I said when I told Simon that I loved him unconditionally. And if he's happy, I don't care. I don't care how, you know, if my husband is happy, then it's okay. It hurts. It hurts like hell. But
3: I have to applaud you for even saying that just because I know there's so many people out there right now who want to see that reaction from you, that angry reaction where you just lash out. They want to see that you hate this woman. They want to see that you hate your husband.
0: It went on. Sir, shut the fuck up. Nobody wants to see her lash out and be the angry black woman. So let, let's not try and spe- I, have, so I have to cut it off. I was seeing all these sleepy faces. My audience is bored. OK, all I see is sleepy emojis and tiny violins. We're not feeling it. Nobody expected her to come out of pocket and to be angry. We've seen her with that fake angry shit against Latoya forever on uh, Real Housewives. We know she can get angry. That's not what we expected. But as you're watching that interview, it just does not come off as genuine. It comes off like she's acting. I just feel like at this point, all of this just looks scripted to me. You know what I'm saying? I ain't the damn brightest bulb in the damn pack. But all this shit just doesn't make any sense. And then even people match the pictures of the the one that uh, that Portia first posted with Simon. You know, these damn Internet detectives, honey. They found like a little sale in the background and they matched it when si- to when Simon was in the Virgin Islands or something like that back in January. So folks were saying he's been cheating with Portia since way back then. I don't know if this is some type of weird threesome gone wrong. They were all, you know, fucking. And then he just decided to go with Portia. But this just doesn't sound right. It's not about her coming on and bashing Portia and saying she's a home wrecking whore. We didn't expect her to say that. But nothing about it is coming off genuine. All this, oh, I forgive him. Oh, it was both our faults. But every time on social media, he keeps blasting her. He doesn't say that you were a cheater. You was cheating with some broke ass twenty-five year old. Basically, said that you was you was cheating on his forty million ass, forty million dollar. Oh, I what is he? He's worth forty million, okay? And you're cheating with some broke ass twenty-five year old, and that you're knocked up. They're steadily slandering your character. So I don't understand why she has all this like you know, empathy for him. Say what you got to say or, you know, should will get off the pot. I just, I didn't like it. I just felt like she was just tiptoeing and she's trying to play, you know, super victim and trying to, it's almost like she's trying to create a storyline for herself. And yeah, somebody said false humility. Yeah, it just, it didn't come off as genuine to me. I'm really proud of you because, you know, most people would be expecting you to go off. No, no white man, we're not going to do that. Don't say that everybody's expecting her to go off and be the angry black woman. That's not what we're expecting. We're expecting her to be genuine. We're expecting her to bring the same energy that Simon keeps throwing at her. She's steadily trying to protect him, but he has no care about her. And is steadily disrespecting her in public and even making her out to be a cheater, stating that she's pregnant and everything else. So I just found it very, very weird. Now, let me show you Simon and Portia's response. (laughs) Now, when I seen this, I fell out. I was here for it. Because if you want to sit there and be, you know, Melissa Meek, you know, meek and mild and not speak your true heart, then I don't feel bad no more. Okay? Because she had her opportunity to come on there and tell her truth and say, yes, I think it's messed up. There's somebody that I invited into my home, cast member or not, let's take the Real Housewives out of it. Imagine if this was like a friend that you met at in, in school, right, in college. Y'all got, you know, reading 101 together some shit. And you bring her home, you know, come on through. I'm having a barbecue. You know, you can bring a friend or two, you know. I just want to meet some new people. And this person comes over, you know, you introduce her to your husband and everything else. And then you find out when the internet find out that this woman is fucking your husband. I'm sorry. It's not about, you know, going off and being angry. That's just all the way disrespectful. And there's a way you can get that across without being the angry black woman, but call out the behavior. The behavior is just trifling. I don't care what anybody says. The behavior is just ratchet. Um, so let me let me show y'all. <laughs> so after it went viral, child. This was Simon. <laughs> and Portia's response I'm sorry, I was here for it. I said, Oh well, if she ain't gonna take it for herself, they said we don't care either. Let me turn it down though, because they're they're like dancing to Fantasia. I said these two have no shame. When I see you. Yeah, I was on my mind when I, uh. you know, we can't sing sing on here. All right, watch watch this and watch Simon's hands. I got to turn it down and do commentary over the singing. Watch this shit. Watch Simon's hands. Grabbing that couch. Girl, no, letting Dennis, know. letting Phelan, know. That's mine. <laughs> now, too. I mean, they have no shame. This girl is crying in the interview, and they're both like, "Oh well, bitch. <laughs> You're always on my mind when I come around. I get up when I see you." Hey. <laughs> I fell up like when I seen that video. I said, "Really, Portia?" Bitch, you ain't got no shame. He had his head all on her coochie, honey. I said, "Oh well," but 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 yet and still, Phelan is steadily trying to protect this ratchet couple. <laughs> I feel no way. After I watched that interview and I seen Simon and Portia's response, I said, "Oh well, you should have drugged their ass when you had a chance." Because every time you turn around, they are steadily disrespecting this woman. All these public displays of affection, Simon grabbing Portia's coochie while they're dancing. When I see you, y'all was on my mind. Uh-huh, he was on her mind, all right, even when she was supposedly being introduced to him at your house. Crazy, just no shame, no shame at all. And yet, and still, she's steadily trying to like cover up for them. That's why I said something don't seem right with the whole situation at all. Let me go ahead and read some of these super chats here, Sandra. Sent two ninety nine. she says, Missed you, love. Missed you, too. Thank you for coming through. Jayla Monet sent $2, says, Hey, T, love you. Love you, too. Thanks for coming through. What's up, sketch sent. He sent 4 dollars says, Miss you, T. Thank you, Sketch. Almighty Coven sent two ninety nine. dollars said, Miss you, T. I heard you were depressed. Hope you're okay. I'm doing okay. I'm doing a little bit better. So thank you so much. Uh, Natasha, what's up, Natasha. That's my Haitian home girl. She says, um, Natasha here from Haiti, looking good, T. Love you, looking good, girl. Thank you so much, Natasha. Thanks for coming through. Um, Pat Williams, oh yeah, I read that earlier. Thank you, Pat. Uh, let's see here. Carmilla sent 10 says, I missed that intro, looking good as usual. Thank you so much, Carmela." Uh, let's see here. Brian sent five says, Today is my 24th birthday. I've been watching you for 10 years now. Happy birthday, Brian M., And Thank you for coming through. I appreciate the super chat love. Enjoy your day. Uh, Dr. Hassad Hadasha, sorry, sent 499 and says, Hey, T, I've been missing you. I am Tira Monet 12 on the Discord. Okay. Thank you so much, sis, and thank you for the super chat. MD 499 sent 499 says, Finally caught alive Been watching you since your 33rd high school girls caught twerking video followed you over daily motion followed you over to daily motion and all <laughs> that was an old video from back in the day. Remember when I told you I had to go create a daily motion account because YouTube had to my channel for no reason. And like 10 people came, I guess he was one of the 10 people. Thank you. I appreciate you. Cause everybody else was like, nah, we're not going over there. <laughs> Uh, Shy Guy Sin5 says, hey, T, I missed you. Been watching your old streams, waiting for you to come live once again. Thank you so much. I appreciate it, love. Um, Marcus, the CEO, says, hey, auntie, can't stay, but I want to send you some love before I go. Thank you so much, Marcus. I appreciate that. Kayla Babe says, miss you. Hope you're well. Will we see a house tour? I I don't know about that. You know, I don't like showing off where I live, honey. You know, people, everybody don't be happy for you. So I don't know, think about it. But thank you so much, sis. Um, hi for Elson, 499 says, hey, T, glad you're here. These streets are cold without you. LOL, continue to be blessed in all that you do. Thank you so much, sis. I really appreciate that. Ashley Renee said, ninety nine ninety nine. Thank you so much, Ashley. She says, I miss seeing you. Your smile is gorgeous. You are glowing, got off work really early. I can't wait to get into this tea. Today I got time because I hope this super chat goes through. It came through and thank you so much once again. I really appreciate it. Uh, Just e sent 999, says, child, I just watched your breakdown on all your R. Kelly episodes. Thanks for the tea. You are more than welcome. Thank you. Um, All About Me sent $10, says, tea, I miss you, girl. Continue to take care of yourself and be well. You're helping me out of my depression. Wow. Thank you so much. So, y'all, I, I appreciate And I'm getting a lot of super chats. I really appreciate it, you guys. But, yeah, this whole, um, look, people said don't show them nothing. People wanting house tours. Yeah, you know, like I said, I am i don't know. I'm not big on that. Even when I moved into this house, I just, I don't trust a lot of folks on social media. Everybody don't be happy for you, honey. You know, and this is my own custom house that I designed. You know, it came out of my head, worked with the architect. I'm very proud of my house. I don't know if I want to show all that off on social media, but, you know, I'll think about it. I'll show certain rooms. I don't know if I want to do a whole tour or not, just because, you know, there's a lot of, you know, weird people in this world, honey. They'll just sit and be mad and be watching your shit and dislike watching everything you got. Fuck that shit. Keep that weird demonic energy away from me. Okay. But I'll think about it though. But yeah, this whole uh, situation with Portia, Phelan, Simon, I don't even want to say Dennis cuz it looks like Dennis is just minding his own business, you know, cooking up hot dogs and shit. So he ain't paying attention to none of this fuckery. But I just I'm not buying it. Something about this just does not sit well with me. And even Latoya forever, um she came out and she said this today. Let me show y'all what she had to say. I think no, actually said it yesterday. Let me show y'all what Latoya had to say about the situation. So this was after I guess Latoya must have sat down and watched the interview too. And Latoya was not here for the interview. This is what she said. Show y'all this. <laughs> LaToya's so messy. Whatever Phelan no last name said is a bold-faced lie. Please focus on your fourth baby daddy respectfully. Mm. Honey. So it looks like LaToya is saying that you know there's some lies here. Something is not adding up. And there was even one part where she was crying. I want to show y'all this other part. And she's saying that she doesn't blame Portia. I want y'all to see this. It just does not come off as genuine to me. It just, everything about this situation is looking more and more contrived. We live in a day and age where folks will do anything for fame, for clout to go viral. So y'all go ahead and watch this really quick. Blame
3: Portia for your divorce.
2: No, no one has that power over my life, my husband's life, and our marriage. No. However, um, Simon and I were the ones who are married to one another. We're the ones who created a family together um, and built a life with one another. I blame the both of us. He is to blame. I am to blame, and that is all. Okay. Whatever came after that, I'm not saying it was right. I'm not even saying it was wrong. Um, but, no. No one has that power besides signing and i Okay.
3: Well, moving forward.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> even the white dude's was like, okay. Okay, bitch. Well, moving forward, it's like you could tell he wanted to say more. Like, it's just it's just too contrived. Let me say this. This is what I'm peeping about Simon and people like Simon. It doesn't matter how much money folks have, how much, you know, fame they once had. Social media fame is a hell of a drug. And I don't know if maybe his businesses are not like, you know, what they were supposed to be. Maybe he's losing money because of the pandemic but it seems like he's more worried about chasing fame behind Porsche and Porsche definitely needs a storyline because nobody cares about her and Dennis's storyline whatsoever. The whole, you know, uh, Breonna Taylor thing, that storyline is over with. So I can, I definitely see this whole Simon situation being another storyline. And if Phelan can use this to jump off, maybe she knew her marriage was already ending. They weren't happy together and she wanted an exit. So, why not make all of this into a storyline where, you know, Phelan can still look like the, you know, the good guy? It might land and, you know, to, it might turn into some like, well, not acting, but like some modeling deals. She can probably model. She's pretty and thin. Maybe some modeling deals, put on some magazine covers. You know what I'm saying? And Simon is getting the fame that he, you could just tell he's a fame whore. Okay, he won't stop going live. He won't stop, you know, responding, constantly posting shit on social media. Sir, how about you go run your 40 million dollar business? Why are you on Instagram every day? How about you go run your business instead of, you know, running back, going back and forth with trolls and people on social media? It just doesn't make sense to me because how many white billion well not billionaires or even millionaires? How many do you see them going back and forth on social media with Real Housewives fans? Even the white Real Housewives people, do you see their husbands, their boyfriends, their side pieces on social media? Ever since this story has broke, he has not been able to shut the fuck up. So I just feel like at the end of the day, it just seems very, very contrived. It's just she's she's walking too softly on eggshells for me. Meanwhile, they ain't got no problem dirty whining on each other (laughs) when I see you. I'm not buying it. I'm not buying it anymore. I don't think something ain't right in the bottom Now, I'm not saying that Latoya, you know what I'm saying, is the best messenger, but even she's saying that there's some lies in this. It just doesn't make sense. Somebody says rich people are not thirst traps, right? That's why either he's not as rich as he claims he is, only maybe he's only that rich on paper because his actions are not that of somebody who has money. When people have legit money, they're not impressed by social media fame. They're not impressed by, you know, Instagram likes and hearts and stuff because they get their joy from, you know, running their business and and making real business moves. Not from going back and forth with trolls and pulling out receipts and pulling out video camera footage. He's a whole weirdo. He's a whole weirdo. So I think him and uh, him and Portia, they deserve each other. Um, Corrupted. Send 48.99 from the UK. Thank you so much. She says, just showing love T. We have missed you on live. Thank you, sis. I appreciate you. Uh, Let's see here. Tonia sent 19.99. She sent the sticker. Thank you, Tonia. Ashley Renee. Oh, no. I read that one earlier. Thank you, Ashley. I got so many screens going on. Makia says, that's not him on social media. That's Portia, LOL. No, I think it's really Simon. I know. I think Simon is running his own social media page. Now, Portia might be telling him some things to say, but he's definitely running his own social media page because I can't believe how messy he is and the way he goes back and forth with his ex. And it's like, even if y'all are not together and you're mad at her for whatever reason, as if she did something, why not think about the kids? At the end of the day, they had a blended family. And I think his moves and the way he's acting is just all the way disrespectful. And at this point, I wouldn't be surprised if she did this for a check, for more fame. Because none of this makes any sense. Somebody said, hell, I, I would choose Bill Gates over Simon. Jay Jersey Girl sent by, says, People cannot just be happy, just be rich. If it was me, I'd be living my best life. Exactly. Boss Keenan in the um, Keon, excuse me, in the comment section says Dennis has a new girlfriend. I haven't seen her yet. Well, congratulations to Dennis. I'm glad he's moved on. He said, let me get away from this shit show as soon as possible. (laughs) Uh, Let's see here. Uh, Let's see, let's see. Kyle Willis says, Phelan could have posted that message on Instagram and we would have been satisfied. I agree. I don't think she needed a whole interview. I don't think the interview did anything for her. I just wasn't feeling it. I just felt like it was just really contrived. It was just too perfectly calculated. And she just wasn't being her honest self. I just I refuse to believe that a woman who chased Latoya forever around her home like a chick with her head cut off. I remember on The Real Housewives, chased her around on Halloween, acted like a little, you know, hood rat, just running after her screaming. And I don't to this. Day, I don't really know what Latoya did. I know she was being disrespectful, but the way she was going off on LaToya, I'm like, shit, you really should have been chasing Portia around the house because the whole time Portia was really fucking your husband. LaToya was just on some out-of-pocket shit, but it's like she ran after her and she was just so turned up. But then on this interview, it's like she can't even speak for herself. It's like she's just crying and trying to like, she's just, she's really watching her words. I'll say that much, which is weird because it's not like she's going to get any money. She signed the prenup. So it's not like, oh, let me wash my words because then he might try and, you know, not give me a bag. You're not getting a bag any damn way. So this is a perfect time to drag them. Uh, let's see here. Christopher Benson sent $10, said, God damn, you're fine. Oh, wow. Thank you. Thank you so much. <laughs> Thanks for blessing us with your commentary this afternoon. I've been rocking with you since the Florida woman with a billion kids on government assistance. <laughs> you're talking about Fertile Myrtle. Uh, what's her name? Angela Adams. She had like, wish she had like 17 kids and she wanted somebody to pay for them. I remember that. I remember that was like one of my videos that kind of went viral. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. So, y'all, that whole situation with Portia and Fallon is a mess. I just, I don't know. I just wasn't feeling it. I was really excited for the interview. I thought she was going to go in depth. I thought she was going to like really speak truth to power. You know, again, I don't think... She has to do in a way where she's just dragging Portia. We see Portia for who she is, right? But, you know, let people know that that type of behavior is not okay. When you know that two people are in a marriage, even if the marriage is going through some ups and downs or they're planning on breaking up, that's not your place to come into that marriage and start sleeping with that other person. It's not okay. Let them do what they need to deal with. And especially when this woman, Portia, has made a whole storyline. I for her being cheated on. So that's the part that, that's the hypocrisy that just surprises me is that the whole season before this one, it was all tattooed tears about how Dennis was slinging his hot dog all over Atlanta, how Dennis was fucking around on him when she was pregnant. That was her whole storyline, being cheated on. And how could you do this to me? And oh my God. And we were supposed to get married. And then you turn around and do it to another woman, don't think twice. And then we wonder why there's no real such thing as girl code. You know, so it's sad. And she's thinking that, you know, she got she won the bag because of how much Simon is worth. But like I said in my previous stream, just because somebody's worth a lot of money, that does not mean anything. His character is shady as hell. He has a bad character trait just because you're worth money or just because you come from money does not make you a good person. Just like just because you're popular doesn't make you a good person. Just because you have millions of followers doesn't make you a good person. You know what I'm saying? It's about your actions and how you treat people. So I have no respect for Portia Williams, um, Portia homewrecking Williams or Simon. I'm a cheat on my wife. And then, you know, uh, grab Portia's coochie on the dance floor. However you say his last name. (laughs) I have no respect for either one of them, honey. So let's I've been on here for 32 minutes. I want to go ahead and talk about this Safari Samuel situation and Erica Mena. Now, I've been keeping up with this. Um, It's gotten very messy. So if you guys don't know, Erica is big and pregnant, honey. And her and Safari are going through a divorce now. So it was just announced that Safari is basically fighting to go and um, be at the birth. So let me go ahead and show y'all this news article. This just doesn't make any sense to me at all. This is sad. So this is what TMZ is reporting. They're saying Safari, new beef with Erica. I don't want to miss our baby's birth. And they're saying here Safari's got more bones to pick with Erica Mena as they fight over child custody in their divorce. He wants to be present when their new baby is born and he's running to court to make, hoping that it happens. According to new docs obtained by TMZ, the loving hip hop star says his estranged wife is due to give birth in July, and he's afraid she won't let him be there, be with her for the delivery. In the docs, Safari makes it clear that he wants to witness his child's birth, but firmly believes the only way he can assure this happens is for the court to step in and force Erica to allow it. Obviously, he's afraid that she'll squeeze him out if given the chance. And then that's Erica here. That was him with their first daughter, Safiya. So a lot of people were like really disgusted by that. Um, you know, I just thought, I just don't understand, like, all the drama now. It just doesn't make any sense to me. Y'all went through all this. Y'all got married. Y'all already have a kid. Now everybody's divorcing in less than two years. You're big as a house. You don't want your, your well, soon-to-be ex-husband there. But he was there when y'all created the baby. I mean, unless she's, like, in intimate danger, where he was like abusing her or something, I don't see why he shouldn't be there. Now, there have been rumors of supposedly Safari was cheating on Erica because he was dang, he was dirty whining. Once again, grinding. All these guys grinding in the club. He was dancing with some girl, and I guess they said that that was the final straw for Erica. But then rumors came out that Safaris allegedly got somebody pregnant. Now, what I, what I didn't understand about this is I didn't see any receipts. I see all these major blogs running with this story that he impregnated somebody. But then as I'm reading all these stories, one after another, I don't see no receipts. I don't see no side chicks coming out. I don't see any pictures. So I'm like, well, where's the proof that he got somebody else pregnant? So let me show you. This is the proof I guess they're running with. Bambi, uh, Scrappy's baby's mother, said something. And they're trying to say that, they're using that as the aha moment. Let me make sure it's on here. Okay, here it is. So this is what uh, Scrappy's Baby's mother said. She says, when you're giving birth, you need someone by your side to support you and tell you it's gonna be okay. Pass you ice chips, hold your hands put you at ease. If you're only allowed to have one person in the living room with you, why the hell would you choose to be there with someone who don't like you? The fuck? So that is what they're saying. But then Erica also responded, cause she was very upset. She was getting drugged on social media. So she says, here I go getting dragged in the media and none of y'all even know the real story. Let me be pregnant and get through this time in peace. So I don't know if maybe I'm slow. I'm confused. How does that equate him having a whole baby on the way? Like, do you see how these blogs, they just, they'll take one little thing and just run with it and make it the headline. This is the headline story on Madame Noir and other sites. Let me show you this again. Reports, Safari Samuels has impregnated another woman alongside his estranged wife, Erica Mena. So what in what I just read, you guys, equates to him knocking somebody up? That's literally every blog I went to who claimed that he got somebody knocked up. They had that snippet from um, Bambi. I'm like, maybe I'm slow, but all I'm getting from Bambi is she agrees with her friend that her friend doesn't want Safari there if she has to choose one person. Where did Bambi say that Safari had a baby on the way? Like, do you see how these people clickbait and look for attention? Just making stuff up. And the thing is, if you really cared about this pregnant woman, why would y'all even perpetuate that lie that he got somebody else pregnant? So, yeah, these blogs, they just lie. Fake news, no shame, no retraction. There's not even any any proof. Go through that article. There's not one picture. There's no side chick. No one has come out and say, I too am knocked up by Safari. But yet, this is like the the, the top headline. If you Google Safari's name, that he has another woman pregnant. So is very upset. He finally just said something about an hour ago. So this is what Safari took to social media to say. This is why you can't believe everything you see on the blogs. To all those who love to be first. So Safari is saying this. He says, I have one baby about to be born. Stop spreading cap. Only addressing because a dumbass family member who I just blocked. So basically, Safari had to come out the woodwork and confirm that it was a lie, that he did not have anybody else pregnant. But you know it's just sad that they're saying that. Okay, somebody let me see somebody else says, uh Random Linda 14 says you're not slow tea. They just don't know how to do research. They're one of those people who likes to talk out their ass with no proof. I definitely agree. You know, and yeah, like somebody else says Erica Men is not their cup of tea, but it's not fair. Yeah, you know, and I've had my issues with Erica. Like, I didn't like when she's making fun of Wendy in that domestic violence situation. So, you know, I had to call her out. But, I mean, other than that, I don't, you know, have any personal issues with Erica. I think she's a beautiful girl. I think I'm, I'm sad that they're not working out, though. I really thought that they'd be able to work it out and, you know, get through whatever and be together. Because I know she really wants a relationship and he really wants a relationship. But, unfortunately, I don't know if it's other people in their ear Or I don't know what the hell it is. It ain't my damn business, but they're not together. Right. But I think that he should be allowed to be there to witness the birth of his child. Okay. I think we need to stop, you know, making it okay that men can knock up women. And then when they want to be there, women get in this spiteful mode where they want to, you know, push them away. She needs to be grateful that he wants to be there. Because you have some women who, as soon as, you know, they tell the man, hey, I'm pregnant. He's gone, okay? At least he wants to be there. Safari's like, hey, let me in. I wanna see the birth of my child. Meanwhile, Ray Ray, he's out knocking up the next chick. Erica, go ahead and let Safari into that damn birthing room. Let him see the birth of this baby, Erica. Okay, you didn't have the baby by yourself. You didn't get knocked up by yourself. That child is half his, okay? Let him come into the birthing room and be there with you. It's so much better when a child is born and two loving parents, regardless if y'all ain't together or not, are there to witness that child come into the world. OK, so be grateful that he wants to be there. You got, you know, your first baby daddy was a deadbeat. You said it yourself. Now you got a good man. He may not be, you know, the best man to you, but he seems to be a good father. He keeps the fire. He's all. He always has a little girl with him. You know, so I think as long as he's doing what he needs to do for the children, that's what should matter. But um, I don't think it's okay that the blogs are adding more stress to her pregnancy and making up lies. You know, all these clickbait topics. I don't think it's okay. So I'm glad he addressed it because a lot of people started attacking him and saying, "Oh, that's why Erica doesn't want you there because you knocked somebody else up." And he's saying that that's not true. So the whole situation is sad. I hope they end up, yeah, like somebody says, I'm in the, in the chat, pump and dump. Yeah. Got a lot of little railways out here pumping and dumping. You know, at least he wants to be in the child's life. Give him a chance to be. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see mm-hmm. here. Oh, shit, my phone is, I'm sorry. Uh, Harrison Young, four ninety nine says, Simon stays posting about the situation. You can tell he loves attention. Love you, T. How you always speak your truth. Keep inspiring, queen. Thank you. I told y'all. The dude is an attention whore. That's why I say don't don't get gassed up just because somebody's worth a certain amount of money or, you know, they had fame or whatever. A lot of these folks are attention seekers. When you sit back and you watch somebody long enough, you can tell the folks who are genuine and who are just looking for attention. This man sits up all day, every day, constantly posting about this situation. Sir, if you want to move on and you want people to keep to stop telling you that you're not shit for what you're doing to failing, stop talking about it. How about that? Yolanda said $9.99. Thank you, Yolanda. Appreciate you. Um, how we learn and Girl Daily says she has to keep them in mind. The way you get them is how you lose them. Trifling. Exactly. Exactly. Um, Noir Shanghai says, nah show them your closet that's it <laughs> thank you sis <laughs> oh I can't wait till that closet is done honey yeah I'll think about it I'll think about it thank you uh let's see here uh Domini Luz San 499 says hey T love that you went live today I've been missing you I've been watching for about five four years absolutely love your channel just raw and real thank you you are so welcome and thank you for coming through uh, Adriana sent 20. She says, hey, beautiful. I hope they can make peace. It's not good being stressed while prego. By the way, I'm pregnant and my baby jumps every time she hears your voice and laugh. <laughs> oh, that's so sweet. Congratulations on your pregnancy and thank you so much for the super chat. I appreciate you. Um, Andrea Clinton sent $10. Thank you so much, Andrea. Let me see what you wrote. It kind of cut off. She says, what do you think of Monique and her bonnet hobo tour? Oh, God, I thought I was going to get away without having to speak on this Monique situation. Can I get a sip of tea real quick? Okay. How I feel about Monique? Damn it. Okay, let me say this. I don't disagree with... I I get where Monique is coming from. I don't disagree with her, Okay. I think Monique was coming from a place of love. Like, you know, like an older auntie. And I think back then, even, you're not even back then, but like a lot of times you were, you were taught to carry yourself a certain way. Because when you go out in public is how you represent yourself. And not only your, how you represent yourself, how you represent your parents. Like my parents, they didn't play that. Like we had to go to school. Our clothes would be ironed. We didn't have a whole lot, but our clothes were clean. They were iron. Even though I, if I had to wear the same shirt twice in a week, that's why I, I, that's why I get offended sometimes when people like would make fun of me on Instagram. Like, oh, you wore those shoes. And, you know, in a picture that you posted two months ago. Oh, you wore that black shirt already, bitch. Why do they invent washers and dryers? Bitch, I'll be wearing my shit. I wore this jacket probably two months ago. So what? A lot of y'all be wear your shit. I'm not going to buy something one time and throw it in the trash. That's how I was raised, okay? So you, you went out, you carried yourself a certain way. We weren't allowed to walk around with scarves, rollers. Remember back in the 80s? People, well, sorry, in the 80s and 90s, people wear rollers on their head. We were not allowed to do that. You keep yourself looking a certain way once you walk out the house. But I will say this, what I've noticed with this generation, it's more like anything goes I'm not saying all of y'all, but some of y'all, like even some of the boys who like I just rolled out of bed, mine included, I've had to get out now. Uh-uh, you're not coming with me to where I'm going dressed like that. Go upstairs, get some nice clothes, press them out, and then you're going to come out with me. I'm not about to just walk around with wrinkled stuff. You know, it's, it's about presentation. So I, I believe that's what Monique was hitting at. It's about presentation, that when you're going somewhere out in public, like, it's, it's different if you're just, I guess, running to the corner store, maybe. But she's saying that she's seen women at airports in, like, whole pajama outfits, slippers, bonnets, things like that. And so I think she was coming from a place of love. And regardless if you agree with her or don't agree with her, because everybody has the right to agree or don't agree, right? I like the fact that she said, you know what? I said what the fuck I said, babies. Okay? Y'all can be mad at mama. Y'all can be mad at auntie, but I said what I said. I think I respected that more than what the hell she damn said. Can I get an amen? Because I get so tired of celebrities saying something, and as soon as the the social media backlash for great comes, then they're apologizing. Then they're backtracking and pussy popping. Uh Uh-uh. I said what I said. I don't like to see people outside with bonnets. If you like to see people outside, if you wear bonnets, that's your business. I don't like to see it. So I like the fact that she just, she stood in her shit. I respect that because too many times people say stuff and as soon as they get an inch of backlash, they're backtracking. No, People people have tried to shame me time and time again for things I've said. Bitch, did I stutter? I said what I said. I edited the video, meaning that everything in the video was what I meant to say. If you're offended, if you don't like it, hit the unsubscribe button, pack up your shit, and hit the road, Jack. It's that simple. You can't control other people's opinions, okay? But I also want to say this. Let's also not be so harsh, too, when we see women out and about with scars because or bonnets. Because I know for myself, when you're going through a lot of stuff and you're under a lot of pressure and you're stressed and there's so much stuff going on in your life, a lot of times that's the first thing to go is your appearance. So sometimes it's not always that woman being lazy. Or being unkempt or not caring about herself. She might have just lost her baby's father due to all this gang violence out here. She might've just lost her husband to cancer. Her child might've just ran away. A friend of mine, her child ran away. He'd been gone for a whole week. My girl's stressed. So we don't know what people are going through. So that's the only thing I will say. Why I think when you leave the house, you should look a certain way. You shouldn't be rolling around, you know, all over in pajamas. But understand if somebody's doing that, it might be a deeper issue going on. It might be where they're really going through something. So I think we should also keep that in mind, you know, so not to be too judgmental. Like if it's like, okay, you see this girl, she's out with a bonnet on, she's looking kind of bummy, one time, okay. But if you're seeing her dressing like that every day, with a bonnet on, just being unkempt, walking to the store, going wherever just every single day, it might be something serious going on in her personal life. So I I just want to add that to it. But I don't disagree with Monique because I'm the type of person, when when elders speak, I listen. We, We grew up in a time where you didn't talk back to elders, and I'm not saying that some of these elders don't need to be checked because some of y'all old people be on some bullshit. So I'm not saying that. But I think a lot of these a lot of the, the generational thing is you can't tell some of these younger kids n- nothing. I mean, I, I went to her to her Instagram page. There was kids who were young enough to be her daughter cussing her out. Bitch, I wear my bonnet. Don't tell me how to dress. I can tell you, your mama must not be in your life. Because that woman's old enough to be your grandmother and you're cussing her out because of an opinion. That's the part I, I don't respect. I think we should all be able to have open dialogue about certain things and just be mature enough to just hear where that person is coming from, especially when they're an elder and understand that she meant no malice. I, I don't think it. I didn't, I didn't take it as that. And I've gone outside in, in a scarf. I'd be a liar if I said, oh, every time I go out, I'm, hey, I'm beat to the gods. Hell, nah, shit. <laughs> I'd be at Walmart and sweatpants and stuff. Shit, I, you know what I'm saying? I'd be calling through shit. You know what I mean? So every day we're not going to be A1. You know what I mean? Every day we're not going to be, you know, dressed up and va, va, boom. That's not human nature. Sometimes you just, hell, sometimes I run a Walmart, no bra, just a damn T-shirt on trying to run and grab shit. And I'm like, damn, I ain't got no bra. Titties just bouncing and stuff. I'm human. That's what I'm the damn bra. Should I have to go grab some milk? (laughs) You know what I mean? So we've all been there. We've all been there. You know what I'm saying? So don't judge anybody too harshly, but also give her the respect, you know, that she deserves. Is just the elder just wanting to see, you know, young black women, just, just do better. Just carry themselves a little bit better. You know what I'm saying? Because so many times, and, and I get it too, it's like people get tired of black women constantly being picked apart. Trust me, I, I get it. And it can be frustrating, but I don't think she came from a place of malice, to be honest with y'all. Now, if she came from a place of malice, y'all now, I'd have no problem dragging her. But I don't think, I didn't get that from her. You know what I'm saying? And um, I think there's a time and place for certain things. And I think depending on what's going on in the environment, you always want to try to put your best foot forward. Like I always tell people, it's not about the name brand of the clothes. You know, people get stuck on labels. If I go to something, it has to be Versace, it has to be Chanel, Givenchy. No, hell, you can make a damn ten dollar Walmart outfit look good. It's about how you carry yourself. It's your confidence. This tank top I got this from Walmart earlier today. It was three ninety eight, but I bet you y'all probably thought it was thirty dollars. Three ninety eight. I have no shame in saying that I don't wear my wealth on my clothes. Y'all see this ripped up ass jacket. It's cute though. Ew. pay $10 for it. Ew. It's about how you carry yourself. You feel me? So don't, don't ever let somebody feel like you got to, you know, spend your last on the most high end stuff. It's about carrying yourself well, making sure your clothes are neat. You know what I'm saying? Representing yourself in the best way that you can represent yourself. And I think that goes for all women across the board. Look, somebody said Walmart, which one? Shit, all of them. I get these. Yeah, you can get them. There's all types of colors real soft. There's all types of them. So I'm not rubbing on myself, but it's soft, like a soft material, very comfortable. I said, shit, under $4, let me get all four colors. I, y'all know me. I shop at Walmart, honey. I ain't got no shame in my game. But you got money. You a YouTuber. So, so that means I should, I should, I should go buy a $100 tank top. It does the same thing as this $4 one, it holds my breast. <laughs> I'm just keeping it real, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> I'm just keeping it real. Yeah, thrift stores, people go, you know, to all types of places to get clothes. It's all about how you carry yourself, you know what I'm saying? I've seen girls wear a badass H&M outfit to certain events, and you would think it was something high end, and it's not. Had on a twenty dollar H&M outfit with some bad shoes and a cute bag, and their hair was wet, makeup was on point. So it's just all about how you put it together. But, yeah, I mean, I definitely, like I said, I definitely get the frustration because so many times we feel like we're being picked on, you know, as black women. But everybody's not picking on us. You know, I think Monique came from, like, a, from a decent place. Um, Let's see. Any other questions? I know it's been a while since I've caught up on stuff. Let's see here. Uh, Virgin Island's finest. And $20 says, T, I totally agree with you on that. That bonnet shit is gross. <laughs> yeah, it was. I mean, I couldn't believe how big the debate got. I mean, there was folks wanting to cancel Monique. I was like, all that because she said she doesn't want to see people out in bonnets. I don't think that was something worth canceling her for. There's a lot. There's way more disrespectful stuff I've heard people say to black women, and y'all haven't canceled them. So I'm not gonna cancel Monique for that. Um, Dance Valley said, 99 says, "I love your truth tea. I feel like the younger generation, like me, didn't respond to it well because it feels." based on respectability politics from white people's standards. Okay, I didn't even look at it like that. But yeah, don't take it as so much when people say that because they don't want you to embarrass them in front of white folks, because I think that's what you're getting at. I think it's just even deeper than that. It's just wanting to see like this generation of kids just kind of respect themselves more. I mean, half these dudes that you like, everybody's just walking around in these tight jeans, can see their underwear, not wearing belts. You know, it's just the way, just, you know, just cleaning yourself up, just like the girls, you know, just cleaning yourself up, keeping yourself a little bit more representable. And it's not about trying to, you know, carry yourself a certain way for white people. Because first, I don't give a damn what white people think. I don't, I don't wake up in the morning like, I wonder what the white man thinks about me today. No, don't give a shit. But I do care what my family thinks, what my kids thinks, what people, you know, who know me. You know what they think about i do care about their opinions i'm not gonna let let it change me but i do care you know so i think that's how you should look at it like that not so much about what white people think but just your family people that you really care about their opinion like are you representing yourself in the best light for your mother for your grandmother for your father look at it like that not so much white people because i don't like that either like i know black people like, oh i don't like to eat chicken in front of white people why not this is the shit. They eat chicken, so they can be sitting here stuffing their face, and you over here acting all shy and timid. Shit. Okay. <laughs> uh, Ty Rob sent ten dollars. Says, "Hey T, just wanted to show some love. Thank you so much, Ty Rob. I appreciate you, love." Um, Feminine Mystic Magic says, "Speaking of elders, what do you think of comedian Godfrey calling black women bed And I love your channels. I didn't hear that. Please give me the context. Why was he calling black women bedwinches? Now, wasn't he the same one? Remember, he wanted black women to leave Vlad TV and go support his podcast with Lord Jamar. And I said, I wasn't going nowhere because y'all sat on Vlad's TV's couch for years without payment or credit. And then now y'all want anybody to run behind y'all? No, absolutely not. So, what did he say? I need y'all to write exactly. I didn't hear it. I didn't hear the whole Bear Winch thing. Somebody needs to write what all he wrote. Or why well, I'm excuse me, what all he said. You know how like the the chat is always like it lags behind. So I'm trying to see what people were saying. Somebody had to say it. Monique was at somebody leave bonnets at home, ladies. Yeah, nobody's I'm not seeing where anybody's breaking down the Godfrey situation. Let me see if I can Google it. Because it's not coming up yet in my chat. Cause I didn't I didn't hear about it. Cause like I said, I haven't really been on social media. Let's see if it comes up. But have you guys noticed, yeah, nothing is coming up. I put I put in Godfrey, they're talking about Godfrey hurricane boats for sale. <laughs> when I put in Godfrey Bedwinch. Okay, somebody says he had a problem with interracial relationships on health. He was talking about black women being with white men. Okay, now the answers are coming up. Okay, so he was talking about black women being with white men. And so they're Bedwinches if they date white men. I'm confused because has he not dated white women? Did that make him a bed buck? I'm confused. Most of the men in the industry date outside their race. So why is it an issue when a black woman does it? I don't get that. I think that's really silly. Yeah, I don't like that. I don't like that at all. I don't think that's okay. And one thing I've noticed, I don't know if you guys have noticed this, it seems like a lot of people are building their careers and their podcasts and their social media presence off of disrespecting black women, you know, because again, people get up in arms, people get upset. They know black women are going to come for them, but nothing is going to be done. They're not going to be canceled. So it's almost like they're using black women and their energy and their essence to piss them off just to get, you know, a platform built. Most of these guys that are doing commentary now, A lot of it is based off of their issues with black women. And it's sad. It's really sad. But yeah, I didn't know he said that, but um, I know he's dated outside his race. So I think that's silly. Like, why does he care who black women date when he dates outside of his race? Doesn't make any sense. Let me see here. Um, Beanie's, hoodies, hijabs, check. Bonnets equal unkempt. Yeah. For some people, I wouldn't consider hijabs. That's somebody's religion. That has nothing to do with it being unkempt. But I would say the same thing with do-rags. I mean, I don't see as many guys walking around with do-rags because I know a lot of guys are using those little sponge things and they have their hair like in like little locks. But I remember when do-rags was like a big thing too. You know, people wearing do-rags like it was going out of style. And I didn't think that was okay, you know, either, depending on the situation. Like I guess if you run into the store, but should you be wearing a do rag to work and you know the other places and environments? So I get that, but I don't I don't agree with hijabs. That's somebody's religion. Um, killer cam TV sent 49 499 says, Hey T, been missing you indeed with your fine self. Been a T sipper since 2017. Keep up the good work. Thank you so much. I appreciate you. Thanks for coming through. Okay, I've been on here an hour. This is going so fast, you guys. Um, Anne Valentine, Sam 5, says, love and respect to you, lovely T. Thank you, sis. Thank you for coming through. So I got to get on this story. Let's see. uh, Brevon says, men used to wear do-rags all the time, and men were not criticized for it. Yeah, I don't think it was a lot of people that criticized them publicly, but I know some people talked about it that they didn't like seeing guys in do rags. So I guess it just depends. Jay Jersey says Godfrey saw an insurance advertisement with a black woman and a white man and he was spazzing out on IG live. The hypocrisy though, you know, and that's the thing I don't understand. You know, I'm not trying to get into the whole black men versus black women shit. Cause I don't do that on my channel, but I just, I don't get like why that bothers people. But then in the same breath, if a black woman says that she's bothered by interracial dating or, you know, a black man dating outside of his race, she's a hater. She's jealous. Let that black man live his life. You know what I'm saying? It's like you will get attacked if you say that. But then when a black man like Godfrey is saying something like that, it's supposed to be okay. And I thought we were all supposed to be in a place where. Whoever somebody finds to love them and who they want to be with, that is their business. Like it is so hard out here to find like real, true, genuine love, like facts. So if you can find that, be grateful, regardless if it's with a white man, a Mexican man, a white woman, an Asian woman, that is your business. But it's sad that when it's a white, when it's a black woman dating outside of her race, it's like it's met with a lot of hatred. You know, and don't get me wrong, you do have some black women who sit up all day on the shade room. Anytime you see a black man in an interracial relationship, they're upset and they're crying tattooed tears. And to me, like I always said, the whole interracial dating thing to me, it never made any sense why people get in their feelings. At the end of the day, think about it like this. Like I've always said on this channel, you can't fuck everybody in the world. Like literally, you cannot, there's only one of you. You can't date Everyone in the world. So who are you to dictate who somebody else can be with? And even if they choose to date, let's say it's a black man, even if he chooses to date a black woman, does that mean that he's necessarily going to date you? No, it doesn't. So why are you so pressed and upset? You know what I'm saying? Even if that black woman in the commercial, you know, decided that she wanted a a black man, does that mean that she's necessarily going to choose Godfrey? Absolutely not. How about we live and let people live? It it just, it doesn't make any sense to me. But again, like I said, that's the new hustle, tearing down black women, it's the new hustle. I don't get it. Let people live their life. I've had people mad at me because I'm like, I don't care who black men choose to date. You should care, no, I don't care. I, I I don't have the energy to care who anybody dates. It does not affect my life that much. I don't know that person. So what do I look like sitting up under their Instagram page all day, every day, calling them a coon, a sellout, a white woman lover? That is so stupid. It's wasted energy. Imagine the energy that it takes to sit up under somebody else's Instagram page. They don't know who the hell you are. You know who they are, and you're just hating all day. That same energy, you could be using it to go get a man or to go get a woman. How about that? Yeah, it just it just doesn't make any sense. You know, and, and the way, unfortunately, the way so many black women are treated on social media, especially like, I just feel bad for like the younger generation of girls. Cause I'm just like, I couldn't even imagine, especially a, a low, like younger dark skinned girls, because it's like, it's just like all this unnecessary hate and vitriol for whatever reason. But it's like, when you're constantly being told that, you're not good enough and you know other races are better and other races are up here and you're down here and you're that's all you're seeing on social media then why do these same guys get mad when women say okay well fine I'm going to go where I'm celebrated and not tolerated that's just human nature who's going to keep begging somebody to love them if they're not willing to do that they're going to eventually move on and I don't care who you are It could be the black dude who in high school, he was a nerd. He was smart. None of the black girls, quote unquote, wanted to talk to him. So now that he's gotten himself together, has a good job, all the white girls are flocking towards him. Well, hell, hell, brother, go where you're celebrating. It is what it is. I think people worry too much about other people's lives and, you know, who they choose to be with, who they choose to sleep with. I just don't have that type of energy. I, I just don't care. I just don't care. But I think it's sad. he would say something like that when he himself has been in an interracial relationship it's it's hypocrisy that's why i didn't fall for one minute when him and lord jamar was doing all that that hobo tour oh everybody leave lad! come watch us come subscribe to us no I'm, i'm not going let's see here yummy bites tv says hey t just coming by to show some love thank you so much sis thank you for the super chat appreciate you Melo said 999 says, I was listening to an old Lonnie Love podcast you did. And this conversation about airing out negative thoughts about each other is still a thing. Yeah. You know, it's sad. I remember that a lot of a lot of black men were really, really upset at Lonnie Love. And I think she did that because for so long you see black women being attacked on social media for their dating preferences and things like that. So it's almost like as soon as she got somebody, it's like, hi, you know, I I got me a man now. It's like she could. (laughs) Is she still with that old white man? I don't even know. But it's like she kept talking about it. And, you know, a lot of black men were taking offense to the things that she was saying. I just think nobody should do it. I think as black people, we should just support each other. You know what I'm saying? And stop tearing each other down constantly on social media. Like it's just at this point, it's embarrassing. It's just embarrassing at this point. It's sad. Uh Asia Muhammad, what's up, sis? She said, um, hey, sis, you missed my first super chat. I guess my name is too hard to pronounce, LOL. In regards to Godfrey, black men may not wear do-rags, but no one says anything about their pants sagging. Well, they did, though. In the 90s, that was a big thing. Pants sagging? Oh, people did that. I remember they were, this was like back in the, well, I was doing YouTube, so maybe like 2010. They were starting to fine guys in like certain cities in the South. If your pants were too low, you could get like a fine for sagging pants. So black men getting drugged for sagging pants, that's been a thing since the 90s. So no, that I can't, I can't co-sign that. Black men were definitely drugged for sagging their pants. And especially because the history of sagging your pants come, came from prison. Where like the inmates would sag their pants. To let other inmates know that they were willing and able. You do the math. So yeah, they 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 yeah they've always gone in on black men for sagging their pants. Uh, male sensitivity. Send twenty five dollars. He says there's more context to Godfrey's commentary than the chat is giving him credit for. He did not say he's against interracial relationships. Rather, he was calling out the growing prevalence of black women, white male pairing in advertising. Okay. And I have, I can say that I do see a lot more of it, but again, what does it matter though? You get what I'm saying? If every time you go on social media, there's all this black men versus black women and black women are ratchet, black women at the bottom of the barrel, black women, you know what I mean? So that's the, that's the problem is that If he's bothered or whoever's bothered by these interracial commercials, then I need them to use their platforms to uplift black women more. I think that'd be a nice thing, but I'm glad that you wrote um, more of the context. I appreciate that. So thank you. Let's see here. Um, Ngozi says showing love, showing you some love, mommy. Thank you so much, sis. And thank you for the message on Discord this morning. I appreciated it. So let me go ahead. I got to talk about this case before I go, because this case really upset me when I heard this. Um, Jazina sent ten. She says, hey, T, Miss Mostly Alive, did you hear about the six-year-old boy being shot by his Asian neighbor? We're about to talk about it right now. So you came right on time. So if you guys do not know, this case, like, it just, I was in shock when I first heard it. I'm going to go ahead and play you guys the news story here. Give me just a second. Where is the news story? Okay, here it is. So it's of this little six-year-old boy. His name is Colby. And basically his Asian neighbor, he's been having issues with these kids. It's summertime. These kids are out of school. They're running around the neighborhood. They're doing what the hell kids do. They're playing. And the little boy says that first the neighbor tried to hit him with a sledgehammer But he was too fast and he ran. Then all of a sudden the neighbor put out a gun and shot him. But to make matters worse, he got out on bail because his bail was only like $10,000. So I want you guys to go ahead and watch this really quick. This is really disturbing. Okay, here it goes right here. Just
1: three days after this accused shooter shot a little boy, he walks free, making bond on Tuesday. It has this family angry and confused.
0: And I'm trying to figure out how he got a bond that was so low for trying to kill my kids.
1: Arnold Daniel trying to figure out why Ryan Lee Wen is out of jail after allegedly shooting his son Kobe. He to use a sledgehammer, but that's not the work isn't too fast. So then what did he do? Got a gun. Boom. Shuttle right here. It's all on video Saturday afternoon on Candlewood Lane. You'll see kids playing, hear a gunshot, then Kobe realizes he's hit. Lee Wen allegedly fired through his front window. The bullet went in Kobe's arm and out the other side. Did it hurt?
2: Yes. You point to it? Show us where it's at. Right now he's not even processing exactly what happened. You know, he don't realize how close he came to not being here. Um,
3: But I realize
1: it. 29-year-old Lee Wen is charged with assault with intent to murder. He's apparently had issues with neighbors in the past. And this time, Dad Arnold suspects Lee Wen was mad. Kobe's bike was in his yard.
0: I'm irate, really. I mean, I can't. I can't function, and I don't know what to do.
1: A Washington County judge gave him a $10,000 cash bond, which he made Tuesday. This is him walking out, picked up by family. The prosecutor's office shocked at the low bond. They're filing an emergency motion to get it changed. A judge's order not to return home, but it's a piece of oh paper, God. says Arnold.
0: I'm scared for my family, you know, but I, I'm scared for them because I don't know what he's capable of.
1: Reporting a Lanny.
0: Jessica Dupnack, Fox 2 News. Okay, let me come back on the screen here. This situation is really disturbing. Let me go ahead and read these other Super Chats because there's more context, even more context to the Godfrey situation. Because like I said, I knew nothing of it. Somebody just asked me about it. Um, Nisha, 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 I'm sorry. Send 499, she says, oh no, that was somebody else. Hold on. Okay, here we go. The Garland, Texas vegan says Godfrey was ranting about Insurance Boulevard with the interracial couple in the middle of Brooklyn, which is majority black people misunderstood his rant. So that's what she's saying. And then somebody else in the comment section, Layla said Godfrey says we started this meaning black men and white women dating, then went on about AOC and her husband and back to black women dating black white we are trying to compete with black men. Okay, so it looks like what they're saying is that, like what um, Mr. Mill Sensitivity was saying, is that it started from a billboard in Brooklyn, which in Brooklyn, most of the people there are black. And so he's saying that there's a lot of interracial advertising. Somebody else is saying that, he said that black men started this and black women are now trying to compete. Okay, so that's the whole context of what he was saying um but like i said i still feel like people with platforms especially black people platforms at the end of the day we have to stop tearing each other down with this whole black women versus black men you know who's dating who who's doing what it's just it's just it's becoming draining and it's sad because the next generation is seeing this and all you see is black people with voices who just do not get along and they're always bickering back and forth Black men ain't shit. Black women ain't shit. And it's just, you know, a ball in negativity. So I just wish at some point in time, you know, everybody can just stop doing that and just focus on the big picture. So thank you guys for just, you know, adding more context to that. Um, I appreciate it. And then now somebody else is saying he was tearing black women to shreds until I watch it. I'm not commenting anymore. I got to watch it myself. But like I said, that's what they're saying in the chat. Y'all can argue with them in chat. I don't know. Um, but to the other person, uh Nish Nish who sent she said, Did you hear about the kid that blasted Diddy on TikTok for stealing his business idea? I did hear about that. Child, I'm I'm not shocked. I'm not shocked about Diddy stealing anything. Let's not forget he stole Pam's dance from Total. Y'all be thinking that, that whole Diddy Bob dance? <laughs> Y'all forgot Pam came up with that shit? Diddy been thieving. <laughs> So now back onto this little boy, um, this situation is very disturbing. Now there's an update to the situation for y'all who do not know he is back in jail. Um, they increased his bonds. So I have another video of him in jail. He's blinking. I don't, he's not all there. He's like blinking off fast and shit. The camera's on his glasses. Just a weird angle, but I want y'all to see this here.
2: All right.
3: I'm gonna set the bond at uh I'm gonna set the bond at ten thousand dollars cash surety. no ten percent. Um no contact with Colby Daniel. I don't want him to live at the at the Candlewood address. So can we have a different um mailing address for him if we have one? Um Mr. Wynn, where do you want your mail to go?
2: Um can I go to uh my father's address, uh, which is uh, 5709 carriage Drive, Ypsilanti, uh, 48197. Uh, yes. Okay. And then, Mr. Simon, do you want him
3: to
1: give me his email now, or do you want to do that? Sure. Again? That's fine. Okay. What's your email address, Mr. Lewin?
0: Okay, so let me go ahead and come back on the screen here. He's definitely trying to act like he's slower than what he is. All that blinking and shit, bitch. Quit blinking. Ain't nothing wrong with you because you knew enough to go chase the child with a sledgehammer and then turned around and went in the home and got a gun and then shot him. The thing that bothers me with this whole situation is one, I notice when it hit this when it hit social media black folks were in an uproar as we should have been for this baby okay they had said that he supposedly worked at the food house and so people took to the food houses social media they were dragging the food house let me go ahead and show you this so much so that the food house had to come out and make a statement food house was saying that you know they don't support him he don't work there this is what the food house is saying They said, we understand there's a terrible tragedy that happened on Sunday. Our hearts go out to the family and the child that was hurt. We understand that it was carried out by a former employee of ours. We want to make it clear that this person no longer works with us. His employment ended with us in 2015. We do not support what he did. We do not condone his actions. He is not married to any of our family members. (laughs) Fuck out of here. First of all, I'm not buying it. Why would, where did people just get that from? Why would all of a sudden he ain't worth this since 2015? Bitch, you know, he was back there chopping up carrots and celery and shit. I'm not buying it. I believe he was working up there. They just put that statement out because they didn't want to claim him because that was his most recent job. That's how folks found it. All of a sudden, oh, we ain't seen him since 2015. He's not married to nobody in our family. Nobody asked you that y'all have provided extra information that lets me think he must be married to one of y'all's daughters or nieces or aunties? Because ain't nobody ask you all that. He ain't married to nobody in the family. (laughs) My thing is, how the hell did he even get this low amount of bail anyways? On top of him being able to bail out, he went right back to the house where the crime was committed And the little boy and his family still live in the same neighborhood. How was that okay? If that would have been a white child, let's keep it real. If he was not mixed, if he was a full white child, what's his name? Ryan or whatever. (laughs) I'm like, let me get his name right. I don't want to just make up an Asian name because then they'll be like, you're racist. Ryan. Yes, Ryan. Okay, I had it right. Ryan Lee Nguyen. Had he shot a white kid, he wouldn't even got out, let alone got bail. And the fact that it took the black folks on social media to, you know, put up all this outrage for them to go back and rearrest him and raise his bail. To me, that's not a win. Okay, because he should have never had that low bail in the first place and been allowed to go back to that same neighborhood where he could easily terrorize that kid. And I'm going to say something else. And this is no disrespect to the father. I just, I felt like the little boy was more about that life than the father. I don't know what we're going to do. He's across the street. I'm like, somebody shot your child. I'm not saying the father should go over there and go, you know, shoot him or nothing. I'm I'm not advocating that. But I'm sorry, but Ron would have to get his ass whooped. Am I alone in that? Am I just the crazy parent? The justice system is not doing their job. You shot my child. Think about it. That baby, Kobe, was running. It wasn't like he was a sitting duck. He was running. So he could have easily missed. The boy ain't but six years old. He could have easily shot him in the chest, shot him in the head. He could have killed that baby instantly. There's no way in hell. Ryan could just be living across the street, living his best life for three days before the media came. Our whole family would have been over there whooping Ryan's ass and members of the Full House restaurant just on GP. I don't know. I just I don't I didn't like it. The daddy was too docile for me. The son was more about that life. He was like, yeah, he tried to hit me with a sledgehammer, a sledgehammer, but he couldn't because I was too fast. Then he came back and was like, pooh and shot me. I'm sorry, I didn't, but the father, mm -mm. way too calm, way, way too calm. That man had nothing but contempt for that child He didn't care about none of the other kids there. And what was even more disturbing, right? Let's not forget, anytime there's been these random videos of Asian people being attacked by black folks, they're not even being shot. Crazy black man punches an Asian person in the back of the head. It's all over the news, national news. Everybody's talking about it. All the Asian pundits are coming out. Oh, this old Asian grandmother was attacked. This old Asian man was attacked by a black man. Stop the Asian hate. And I get it. Nobody should be attacked. Nobody should be violated. But where are all these pundits? These same Asian pundits. Anytime an Asian person gets hurt, where were all they to condemn Ryan Lee Nguyen? I didn't really see, I didn't see any. I'm gonna be honest, I didn't see any. Maybe I missed some. So that's my issue. I I, I don't like that. It has to go both ways because when all this stuff about Asian hate and Asian lives matter, they were begging black folks to side with them. Side with us with this, stand in solidarity with us. Now you got an Asian man who shot a six-year-old child And it's crickets for many in the Asian community. I'm just saying. These same folks were able to get Asian hate bill passed by Joe Biden. But none of them has spoken up against what this man has done. Besides the food restaurant, I haven't seen many, I haven't even really seen any Asian influencers. Maybe I'm wrong. I personally haven't seen them. Maybe there's a whole bunch of them saying something. Y'all let me know in the chat. I haven't really seen any Asian influencers. I remember when that old Asian grandma got knocked out, China Mac, the Asian man that's always on um Vlad TV's couch. And I like China Mac, and he can rap. He's putting work in the hood. But he was going hard when that old Asian lady got knocked out. He was like, I wish that had been my grandma. Oh, I wish. Did he say anything about this child that was shot by this Asian boy? I'm not sure because I don't follow him. So that's my issue. I just, I don't like it. I don't like it. I don't like the fact that a child can be shot. And it takes social media, black social media, black Twitter, to get in the uproar about this story before the, the judge and the people in that city do something about this man. This man is a ticking time bomb, and he's already had numerous complaints on him for how he was treating his neighbors and other children in the neighborhood. So this was nothing new. So that's my issue. I I just I don't like that. And so many times, let me see here. (coughs) Somebody says China Mac thinks he has the N-word pass. That's fine and dandy. Did he say something about this child that was shot by one of his own? That's what I'm trying to find out. Everybody's saying it's crickets because I thought, well, maybe, you know, I haven't been on social media. I thought, well, maybe I missed all the Asian people in the uproar because every time I see some violence against Asians, it goes viral. Everybody's speaking out. Black people on TikTok, white people on TikTok, leave Asians alone. Don't attack Asian people. And I agree with that. One hundred percent. Do not go out here attacking people, beating them up. That's just evil. Don't go messing with folks who ain't done nothing to you. But I don't feel like I saw the same sense of outrage with this young boy who was shot, who could have easily lost his life. And then the fact that the guy was out the next day or two days is just insulting. And then now they want to, you know, come with all these excuses. and I'm not buying it. Alana said 1999. Thank you so much, Alana. I appreciate you. Uh, Calvin Ferguson says, I'm always late. I will have to watch the playback. I love your work, keep it up T. Thank you so much, Calvin. Um, Sheena, Sheena Reese says, American politics ignores anti-blackness in the Asian community. Yeah, I mean, this is like a clear example of that sis because I'm really surprised that there wasn't more outrage about this story. Before I did this live stream, I mean, I'm sure many of you guys heard this story, but I didn't hear a lot of people talking about it. And and let's keep it real. This story first hit the mainstream June 8th. It's now the 12th. And it hasn't really been talked about like that. It's just now starting to, you know, get steam. And now because that community is looking bad, then they're trying to go back and recharge him and raise the bail. But the better question is, why was he able to get that such a low amount of bail anyways? Somebody said they didn't hear about this story till now. A lot of people didn't. I had heard about it days ago and I was going to do a video, but I said, I'll wait to do a live because I wanted to see what's going to come of it. And so I was just kind of playing, you know, keeping an eye to social media. And I seen folks going at the restaurant and dragging the restaurant. But like I said, I didn't really see all these Asians coming to have this young boys back, you know? And so this is why people need to understand why black folks get tired or trying to side with other minority communities because y'all will say, well, hey, you guys have been oppressed. You guys have been through things. You guys have black lives matter. Remember, like I said, a few streams ago when it was black lives matter, there was always people coming with the all lives matter. Oh no, it's not black lives matter. It's all lives matter. But then, as soon as it was Asian Lives Matter, remember I showed y'all that screenshot that young man, the young black man, sent me off of Facebook. They were writing Asian Lives Matter on this Facebook. Uh, it was like a group. The black boy came on there. He, oh, he wrote. He didn't say Black Lives. He said All Lives Matter. Facebook themselves, verified, you know, verified, mark and everything, responded to that black man and said, No, we're talking about Asian Lives Matter. I said, damn, the nerve! Because when it was Black Lives Matter, oh, it was cool for everybody to keep screaming all lives matter. But when it came to Asian Lives Matter, you better not even try to say nothing about all lives, black lives, Mexican lives. It was just Asian lives. But like I told the dude, I said, it's probably Mark Zuckerberg himself who wrote that shit. He got an Asian wife. Let's keep it real. So I, I just don't like that. And I think that's why a lot of black folks feel away about standing with other minority groups because then when something happens, In the black community, those same groups that wanted black people to stand with them in solidarity, they're quiet. Yeah, people are saying the chat, reciprocity. There's not a lot of that. And I think if anything, this was a case where Asians should have stepped up and sided with that young uh, boy, period. So that was really disturbing. That was just really disturbing. You know, now he wanted to play crazy and blink his eyes. Fuck that. Ain't nothing wrong with you. He wasn't blinking and doing all that extra shit when he was shooting that little boy. Throw his ass in jail, period, point blank. I want to share one other case before I go, because I've been out here for like an hour and a half. Uh, Gina Bronson, 499, she says, ain't no way I would have got on the news show my face. Ryan would have definitely been run up out that neighborhood behind my child. Thank you. I'm glad I'm not the only one, because I'm just like, the daddy is talking like he don't know what to do. Yo, you know, we're just trying, you need, my child is scared and he's across the street. Like you, so you're not going to, hold <laughs> I don't know, like you just, you're going to be across the street scared to like, you know, like, <laughs> I don't know, maybe, maybe I'm the crazy parent. There's just no way the, the, the dude who shot my child could just be across the street living his best life on his way to a faux restaurant. I don't get a damn what the faux house says. His ass worked there, and he's probably dating one of the damn sisters. Tama, up. He ain't dating a family member. Anybody ask y'all that shit? That lets me know right there. He is dating a family member. <laughs> I don't know how to try to karate kick his ass. I'm just saying. Something don't sound right. The daddy should have been, I'm sorry, hell No. He's across the street, the whole, he's still across the street? And y'all ain't got no them beat his ass to nothing, huh? Okay. Just weird, just weird. So let me show y'all this one video here. Let's see. Hey, Marquis. Marquis Slider, saying five says, I can't help any other community until my community is straight, period. Fuck, I look like, love you, sis. Love you too, sis. Thanks for coming through. Ariel Valdez at 1999 says, my Filipino husband... Would have perpetuated Asian on Asian crime that day. Whole family would have pulled up, shake my head. You better tell them, sis. That's what I'm saying. I'm like, you know, maybe I'm just a crazy parent. I don't play by Some, and, and neither do they dad. So that's why I'm just like, this, this man is very, very calm. Just So he's just across the street living his best life and you and your child are scared? Sir, stop. Uh-uh. Let's see here. Tessin1499 says, hey T, recently I seen a few Asian YouTubers call conspiracy between the media playing Blacks versus Asians. Also seen some talk about how anti-Black they can be holding their community to task. Yeah, the media definitely plays a part in a lot of this stuff that's going on. You know, I was calling that back out months ago. Like I said, Remember the guy who, were, I mean, it seems like everybody has forgotten about him. Now, I can't even think of his name off the top of my head. The one who went to the spa and got the shooting everybody. What was his name? Anybody can, you know, please tell me. Y'all remember his name? Because I don't remember it off the top of my head, and I'm not even trying to be funny. Do you notice how, okay, somebody said China Max spoke out. So China Max spoke out about the little boy. Okay, good. If he did, that's a good thing. Do you notice how it was the white dude who went into that spa and did all that mess? They don't Robert Long. Thank y'all. Cause like I said, I can't even remember his name off the top of my head. They don't even talk about him. No more. It went from this white dude who was an incel who was upset. Cause he couldn't get none or whatever. Went and shot these people, Had the people in there weren't even Asian, but that's a whole nother conversation, but they want to spend it. Like it was all Asians who got shot. It was not, but Okay. But since then, have y'all heard any mention of Robert uh, Young since? I haven't heard anything. It seemed like after that situation, they kept using Asian and black violence against each other. I'm like, why do y'all keep pulling up videos of black people attacking Asians, but you're not talking about the guy who supposedly went into this Asian, not one, but what, two Asian uh, massage parlors? and shot multiple people, why y'all not still focusing on that? So yeah, I definitely believe that the media plays a big part in a lot of the division between the black and Asian community. They definitely do. It was three of them, okay, it was three parlors. But do you notice they don't talk about it? And that's what I don't understand. Like I haven't even seen a follow-up or nothing. So now I have one more thing to show y'all before I go. We got. Damn, been on here for almost two hours. We got ninety five hundred people in here. Welcome, welcome. Please hit that like button. It's free of charge. <laughs> uh, let's see here. Nick Ogor says he want to act blind now with all that blinking. But old oh boy saw. <laughs> Facts. I told he keep blinking and shit. What the fuck is he blinking for? He said he wants to act blind now with all that blinking, but old boy saw well enough to shoot that poor baby. The nerve of the reporter asked the baby, did it hurt after he got shot? Right. It's like the reporter was stupid as hell. Did it hurt? Bitch, let me shoot you in your arm and then you tell me if it hurt. Dummy. Child. He was trying to blink, trying to play crazy. All of a sudden you can't see. But his ass saw perfectly fine when he was shooting that boy running. Missed the, you know, hit his target just fine. So there's another story that was very disturbing this week. We were talking about this on the Discord. So there's a lot of just weird energy going on around the country. Shootings are up. Violence is up. The Twin Cities is just off the chain. Just off the chain. Every day there's a murder. There was a funeral yesterday on the north side. Got shot up. Somebody died, somebody got shot. Just shot up the funeral. How you go to a funeral and get killed? Only in Minneapolis and Chicago. So it's just got it's just gotten really, really bad all over the country. So the other day a story broke that there was a big shootout with the police. Believe it happened in Florida, but I might be wrong. Big old shootout. Then we find out it was teenagers. Then we find out one was a girl. And they were 12 and 14. They broke into a home got into the gun cabinet and started firing off this AK-47. They had several guns and they were firing against the police. This was like the most disturbing shit I've ever seen. First of all, how do these kids know how to fire AK-47? I don't know how to fire AK-47. I don't know, but they were firing against the police and guess what? They made it out okay. Now, the little girl, she kept, she was about that life, I guess. She kept shooting. They finally shot her, but they made sure to shoot her where it was non lethal I think they shot her in the shoulder or some shit. They didn't blow her head off. And then the little boy, he's finally making his appearance. And, yeah, Grand Theft Auto. Do they teach you how to, like, load up shit in Grand Theft Auto? Because they did make a Grand Theft Auto reference. I haven't played in years. I didn't know if they've if gotten that advanced or they show you how to load. I don't know. But, um... They're showing the little boy, but it's so funny because they're trying to treat these white kids like they're all oh, the baby faced teen, the, the, the baby face, Bonnie and Clyde. And a lot of the news outlets are not running with this story. They're not blasting these kids picture. So they've been keeping this like hush, hush. Somebody said call of duty. So a lot of the video games teach you how to shoot. Chow. I was just shocked. Cause I'm just like, I'm going to show y'all the video because the way these kids were shooting, you'd have thought they had military training. That's what the hell's wrong with these damn kids. Kids is damn crazy out here. Here goes the video. We're getting our first
1: look at the 12-year-old boy who cops say opened fire at deputies along with a 14-year-old girl. Today he was in court and considering his age, it's hard to fathom the charges he's facing. Many news outlets have decided to show his face, even though he's a minor, because of the seriousness of the incident and the charges. Les Trump reports.
3: He looks like he could be in the principal's office for some silly prank at school, but this 12-year-old is in huge trouble with the law. You're also charged with attempted first-degree murder of a law enforcement officer. Travis O'Brien and a 14-year-old girl are accused of opening fire on cops during a 30-minute shootout. Get hard cover. They were coming at the kill cops. The 12-year-old did not speak during today's hearing, okay. at which the judge referred to him as Mr. O'Brien. Thanks, Mr. O'Brien. Cops say the boy and the girl ran away from a home for troubled youth. They broke into a house and found two shotguns, an AK-47, and a handgun. When cops arrived, the girl reportedly said to the boy, I'm going to roll this down like GTA, referring to the violent video game Grand Theft Auto. Shooting out the rear window toward my direction. Deputies ducked for cover behind trees. They just busted out the window in the back. Stand by. female has a shotgun in her hand. Stand by.
1: Push the gun down,
3: down! She's got the AK and the shotgun. She's wrapping around the top of her neck. Then came the stunning realization that they were being fired upon by okay. children. Hey guys, hold my heart cover. Let's not shoot kid, man. Just let's just hold it Take her time. 10 they're shooting at me. She's re racking around inside of the shotgun. You can hear one officer praying it doesn't end badly. Let
1: me do this. You can hear the restraint of the deputies pleading not to have to use their guns.
3: Cops say the girl, seen in this photo given to the news media by her father, was shot and wounded when she refused orders to drop the shotgun and opened fire from behind a parked car.
1: You've got
0: one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, at least ten
1: bullet
3: holes. Thirty seconds later, young Travis O'Brien came out of the house with his hands raised. They shot through the bedroom window, they shot from the garage door. They I mean this is like Bonnie and Clyde. Now these juvenile Bonnie and Clyde Desperados have to face the music you're also charged with attempted first degree murder of a law enforcement
0: officer. Shall y'all see that? Now what I find very interesting. Oh, sorry. T- now what I find very interesting about that is that they were saying that many outlets are not trying to run their picture and everything else. But who remembers that 12 year old boy was like a 12 year old and a 17 year old and a 16 year old. They had killed somebody like a crackhead or something in the park. It was like a drug deal gone wrong, and they were all on the run. They had no problem blasting all three of them in the news media. I think they should be treated the same way. I think everybody should be running their picture. This boy and girl, they're both very violent, and they literally had a shootout with the police. And I just think it's just really disturbing. I don't know what type of energy is out here, you know, what type of demon time all these folks are on, but something is just not right something is not right with all this stuff that's going on lately. And it's so, and you know, and I think the saddest part is listening to how those officers had restraint for these two kids. Cause I'm sure most of the kids in that area were white kids. I'm just, I'm assuming, but it's like, you could tell how they had restraint. The one was praying, like, I don't want this to end badly. Um, you know, just, just stop. But with Tamir Rice, I keep thinking back to Tamir Rice, how he had a toy gun. He wasn't even pointing it at a police officer. He wasn't, he's was playing by himself in the park. And how that rolled up on him and within 10 seconds he was dead. Just got out the car, shot him. But with these kids, these kids were firing live rounds at the police. Live rounds. And they both managed to come out unscathed. Well, I mean, the girl got shot, but I mean, she's okay. She'll live. So it just lets you know, like, you know, it's, it's, it's crazy. And that's why I always tell people when people are like, oh, white people can do it. This is proof again. Little white kids being violent and they're able to make it out. But unfortunately, black kids do not get that same luxury. Is it right? Absolutely not. But it's fact. They were shooting live, wouldn't stop. They did not stop until they ran out of bullets. And then once they ran out of bullets, it was like, oh, shit, now what? And they both were able to come up out of there. And now they're trying to, like, feature him like he sat there quiet. He looked like he was in the principal's office. Now fuck that. He looks like a damn stone-cold killer. Stop trying to butter him up and make him look innocent. His ass wasn't sitting still when he was shooting at the damn cops. He's a thug. Just like if that was another racist child, he's a straight-up thug. They had the media tries to make it seem like all of a sudden, you know, oh, he's so oh demure and and quiet, and oh he looks so innocent. No, he's 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 a thug. He's an attempted murderer. Let's see here. Alexander Campbell says, love from the UK, the white kids survived such a contrast to Tamir Rice. Exactly. Exactly. Thank you for the super chat, love. Um, Marlon Harrison sent 20 says, I play Grand Theft Auto all the time, but I don't know how to shoot a real life gun. OK, well, thank you for letting me know, because I'm just like, are they teaching y'all step by step on how to shoot people? You know, I just think like so many people, not just these kids, but people in general, they have just warped everything. They have no sense of reality anymore. I think part of it is because people are online so much. They're into all this virtual reality via video games, via, you know, TikTok and social media filters. It's like everything is just fake. People don't take things seriously anymore. They've just they literally merged these dimensions. Because if you guys don't know, I believe that the internet is a, is just another dimension. It's another dimension in this world. And I feel like all of that has merged. So a lot of these kids, they just do stuff without even like realizing what they are doing in the real world, in real time, that's affecting real people. It's really disturbing when you really think about it. Um, Jay Jersey Girl says, that's not even regular news. That's Inside Edition. That is Deborah Norville will make an excuse for their fun cerebral cortex not being developed yet. Oh yeah, she had all types of excuses for them. Thank you for the super chat too. Um, Lamar Morris says, (coughs) excuse me, the shootout story is a great example of why I am subscribed. Your ability to refer back to an example of how different we are treated is a gift. Wishing you the best, take care. Thank you so much Lamar, I appreciate you. Thanks for coming through. Yeah, so this whole situation is just really disturbing. But I wanted to end with that video and just show you guys, you know, another case of where you have these kids out here acting a fool. No respect. They were they were both in a group home. Somehow they ran away from the group home and ended up in this house. I don't know if they knew about the house because it's strange that they broke into a house. They just happened to be all these loaded guns there. Just I find that strange in itself. But the fact that they were able to just get away is just insane. So on that note, you guys, I've been on here for an hour and 47 minutes. I want to thank everybody who spent this Saturday with me. Thank you guys for the warm welcomes and coming to the stream on short notice. I really appreciate it. So on that note, you guys, I'll see you guys soon. Let me just see if I have any more super chats that I missed here. Jay Jersey says they would say the same thing if they killed the cop. Um, a. Maria says white people teach their kids how to shoot guns at young ages. I mean, no disrespect. That is true. But I don't, I, I don't know if that was their case or not because they were both in a foster homes. So I don't know. But, yeah, that is true. I mean, a lot of people do believe in, you know, arming their children and teaching them gun safety and stuff like that. So it might have been one of those cases. But the fact that they... Had a 30-minute standoff with the police, shooting like a dog. I mean, they were shooting like they paid fucking taxes. But what are y'all angry about? Y'all don't work, you don't pay taxes, your meals are, are cooked for you. You get free clothes. Just shooting up shit. Child, I can't. I can't with these kids. Andre B says, I wouldn't be surprised if they decide to use this to push the case for censorship harder. They did the same thing with Columbine. Mm. Naomi says, do you remember that video of some sort of Asian country summit where they were against African immigrants getting citizenships, using the N word and all? Yep, I do remember that. Thank you so much for the super chat, both of you guys. So I think I got them all. Um, Little I, thank you for the 999 sticker, sis. I appreciate you. So on that note, you guys, I'm out. Please hit the like button once again. Thank you guys for spending the day with me. I really appreciate you guys. It felt good to be back. So I'll talk to you guys later. Bye.